Welcome to the podcast for Brain and Cortland in the morning on 98.1 K-Hawk. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. And what my world spins around from Jordan Davis. Good morning, it's Brain and Cortland in on a Thursday. Hello. And yes, we were able to make it into work just fine this morning. I was going to ask you. Did you have a lot of issues with this ice storm yesterday at your house? I know you live in Marion. Yeah. I live in Northeast Cedar Rapids, and it wasn't bad at all where I live. No, it was, I will say this, we did have some ice in Marion. Uh, our porch was a bit slippery. Uh, Rigby found out that he had a little less traction than normal uh, when going out in the back to do his business. When I took the trash out last night, to set out, there were a few slippery spots on my driveway. But with the amount of rain that had fallen, I was like thinking, this is going to be bad. Yeah. And I will say this. Yeah, in Marion, where we were at, it just, thankfully, it wasn't quite what I was expecting. No, I didn't. My back deck is usually the first thing that gets slippery. So when I went to let Tater out yesterday afternoon, I had come home from work early, taken a nap, Got up, went to let Tate out, and I stepped out on the back deck, and it was completely normal. Yeah. And I just thought, well, this is weird because I thought this was supposed to be really bad, but maybe just my area was spared. I don't know. I, yeah, I think we were just maybe far enough south uh, because there are obviously lots of roads this morning that are in pretty rough shape yet. However, the latest road report from the Iowa DOT as of right now showing that roads in the Cedar Rapids metro and especially areas to the south just wet. Normal normal driving conditions this morning. Yeah, I think I hit maybe one slick spot yeah. on my way into work, and that was about it. Yep, not to say you won't find them, like you said, but all things considered, we're pretty fortunate here in the Cedar Rapids area. Now, of course, as you head up to the north, and especially to the northwest, things are not so good there, uh, where they've had a lot more ice and also snow on top of everything else. So I did have a few people in my news feed yesterday who were rolling down their windows and there was just a sheet of ice oh, yes. on the outside of the window. So it was like they had a second window. <laughs> that was kind of fun. That was kind of cool. <laughs> so taking a look at radar right now, there's just a few light snow flurries in extreme northeast Iowa. And then, of course, if you scroll up and look at Minnesota, ooh, don't look at Minnesota. <laughs> They're getting hammered with so much snow up there right now. It's not even funny. So, but here we're good. Yeah, we look to be good. So uh, if you don't have a lot of ice on your car or your drive right now, it looks like you dodged a bullet. It is supposed to be a little bit windy today, though. Yes, that's what I heard in excess of 40 miles an hour. So Fun. be prepared for that. It's Brandon Cortland at Kayhawk. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 Kayhawk. Thinking about you, that's Dustin Lynch, Mackenzie Porter. Good morning, it's Brandon Cortland. Well, uh, the Academy Awards are thinking about something, and they're thinking they don't ever want it to happen again. And we're, of course, talking about what happened between Will Smith and Chris Rock at last year's Academy Awards. The slap that was heard around the world. Remember, Chris Rock was making some jokes about Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife, and then he went up there and just smacked Chris across the face. It was, listen, I remember watching it and thinking that I was being pranked, that like this was some sort of skit. Mm -hmm. It was so weird, so strange. And I didn't see it until the day after because yeah. I wasn't watching the Oscars, and so... I think a lot of us at first, when we first saw it, thought that it wasn't real. It was just like a big publicity thing. But no, it was very real, as we came to find out shortly after. So, obviously, Will Smith banned from the Academy Awards for quite some time. He, Even though he won an award like 20 minutes after this happened. Yeah, I don't think they knew how to react last year. I don't think they knew what to do. 
Um, but he will not be there this year or for the foreseeable future. But that's not stopping the Academy of Motion Pictures from putting together a crisis management team. An entire crisis team to deal with anything that could happen at the Oscars. And it's all because of this slap. I mean, what are the odds that this is going to happen again? Well, I would agree with that. However, I will say this. You get a bunch of rich, weird, famous people together in one room and serve them alcohol. <laughs> so, I yeah. don't know. Now, now uh, traditionally, the Academy Awards isn't as crazy and loose of a party as, like, say, the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Things get a little rowdy at the Golden Globes sometime. But, you know, you have an incident like this happen. And it was an embarrassment for everybody involved. For Well, obviously not Chris Rock. He didn't do anything wrong. But it was an embarrassment for the Academy Awards. They didn't want something like that to tarnish their sterling reputation and take the focus away from the awards and the movies, which it did. Yeah. So here's what the official statement is from the Academy. They say, these crisis plans, the crisis communications teams and structures we have in place allow us to say... This is the group that we have to gather very quickly. This is how we all come together. This is the spokesperson. This will be the statement. And obviously, depending on the specifics of the crisis, let's hope something doesn't happen and we never have to use these. But we already have frameworks in place that we can modify. So there is an entire team of people just waiting for a copycat slap to happen. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Jimmy Kimmel is the host of this year's Oscars, uh, which, by the way, March 12th on ABC now, Jimmy Kimmel was the host the last time there was controversy at the Oscars. Do you remember what happened in 2017? Is that they, the year where they announced the wrong... They read the wrong Best Picture winner. Do you remember Adele Dazeem? Oh, <laughs> who could forget? You know, the funny thing is, uh, going to uh, a completely different topic since you brought her up, we watched a, a documentary about her that's on Disney+. Plus. Idina Menzel is her real name, yes. yes. And she said that that's the best thing that could have ever happened to her (laughs) because it thrusts her into the spotlight and that she and John Travolta are friends to this day. Doesn't that kind of make you feel good? I think that's hilarious. Adele Dazeem. Adele (laughs) Dazeem. That's when you know that John Travolta didn't make it to rehearsals. No, he did not. It's Brady Cortland at K-Hawk. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Boys around here from Blake Shelton. Good morning. It's Brady Cortland. Tomorrow, we'll choose another winner of Lister Lunch, our final winner of Lister Lunch in the month of February. Can you believe another month is gone? No, it just flew by. And we're going to be very sad when we don't get to eat at Sugar Fire anymore because everything that we've had so far this month has been amazing. Brains had the turkey several times. I've had the special, which was this Tuesday, a pulled pork sandwich topped with onion rings and beer cheese. Magnificent. I can't wait to see what they put together for our final lunch next week. I need to admit something right now on the air. Not only do I enjoy the turkey at Sugar Fire on Tuesdays, I enjoyed it yesterday. You went back? No, no, no. Because remember, on Tuesday, I got my wife some turkey to go. Oh. Because she's tired of hearing us talk about the food. And she's like, I want to try it. And so I got her a to-go order. And they gave her so much turkey that she didn't eat it all. So we wrapped it up and put it back in the fridge. So yesterday when I got home, I'm like, hey, turkey for you, turkey for me. You have a real turkey problem. I am developing a gobble. I think that's how much turkey I'm eating. (laughs) So uh, if you want to experience the turkey, the brisket, the special, it's all great at Sugar Fire. Get entered and be our final February winner right now on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. Cedar Rapids, number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Darius Rucker and Wagon Wheel. Good morning, it's Brandon Cortland. 
And on a Thursday morning, I wanted to uh, clarify that when I said there were no school delays, we meant in the Cedar Rapids metro area, Cedar Rapids, Linmar, College Community, Marion schools all running on time. Yeah, I was specifically talking about your children. <laughs> yeah, one of which called me, by the way, here yep. a few minutes ago and, <laughs> and said, is there a delay? And I said, nope. Get your butt up. (laughs) Have fun at school. (laughs) Learn things. So uh, we're getting to the time of year where a very popular menu item is on the way back to McDonald's. It's the Shamrock Shake, baby. It's not on the way back. It's back. Oh, it is back now. Yeah, you can get Shamrock Shakes. Well, that's nice. (laughs) If you like Shamrock Shakes. I am not particularly a fan of them. Also, though, they are bringing back the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry, which at least introduces Oreos a little bit of chocolate into Ooh. the overpoweringly minty flavor of the Shamrock Shake. I tried my very first Shamrock Shake just a few years ago, and I took one sip and I threw it away. Yeah. Because it just, it's not for me. I'm very sorry to McDonald's. I love your other shakes, but I just, to me, it tastes like mouthwash. It's overwhelmingly minty. And I know it's it's supposed to be minty, but uh, you know what? It's just not for me either. I'm not a big uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream fan. Uh, Holly loves getting chocolate chip mint ice cream. And when she gets it, I always go, well, there's a pint just for you because I'm not going to get any of that See, stuff. See, that's the weird thing. I do like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, okay. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. By the way, if you're wondering, a Shamrock Shake has 540 calories, and that Oreo Shamrock McFlurry has 560. So. Oh, but who's counting? <laughs> who's counting? Now, uh, you know, the mintiness of a Shamrock Shake expected when you take a sip. However, uh, there is another maker of beverages (laughs) that's adding something a little bit different to some of theirs. Explain this to me. Why is Starbucks using olive oil? Okay, so here's the deal. A reporter is saying that there is some sort of health benefit to adding olive oil to your coffee. Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz went to Italy last summer and he learned that a lot of people there drink a spoonful of olive oil a day Just a for different health reasons because studies have found out that it's good for your heart. So he's been doing that ever since. Now he's going to be doing this not only in Italy, but they're starting it in locations in Southern California this spring. And then after that, they're going to roll out these new beverages with a spoonful of olive oil nationwide. They're part of a new line called Oleato. (laughs) Oh, come on. Oleato? Oleato is how it's pronounced, apparently. He thinks that this is going to transform the coffee industry and up Starbucks profits. And he said, yes, well, it'll cost more than a normal there, cup at Starbucks. But- there it is right there. Of course it's going to up your profits. You're going to charge me for a shot of olive oil. <laughs> That's not cheap. They say just adding olive oil to a cup of coffee doesn't taste great. So their research and development team had to figure out a way to not make it disgusting. You know what else a shot of olive oil is going to do? It's going to make that coffee go through you even quicker if you catch my drift. (laughs) Well, they're only going to have three different beverages. They said they came up with 12 different drinks, but they're only going to debut three of them. And they add a lush and velvety texture to the beverage. There was a reporter who's already tried them and said she liked it at first, but the less 
the more and more she drank, the less she liked it. Oh. And she could feel the oil on her oh. lips after a while. Oh, that's not a good thing to have on your lips. No, that does not sound appealing to me. Uh, excuse me, my Half coffee is oily. All. Also, it adds 120 calories to your already. So listen. <laughs> Calorie-heavy beverage. Not everything that works in Europe works here. Okay, I'm talking food-wide, beverage-wide, fashion-wise. Not everything has to translate over here. And if uh, if the Italians are pouring olive oil in their coffee, then God bless them. Let them do that. We don't have to have it here, do we? I don't know. Would you rather just do a shot of olive oil no. each day? Just <laughs> No. I mean, listen, we cook with olive oil at home, and you're right. It's a very healthy cooking oil to use. But to just go, uh, <laughs> delicious. Mm. You know what would make my coffee better? Oil. See, I'll dip bread in olive oil. Sure you will. That yeah. sounds way better to me than putting it in coffee. Yeah, I'll give it to the Italians on that one, but I'm not putting it in my coffee. They're going to have a latte with oat milk, an iced hazelnut espresso, and a cold brew version with a double serving of extra virgin olive oil. Those are the three drinks. Yeah. (laughs) Your face. (laughs) Send us a message on the app. Are you going to order an oiliato from Starbucks? (laughs) Even the name is dumb. (laughs) It's Brady Cortland at K-Hawk. Country 98.1 K-Hawk. That's Jason Aldean at 633 with Brady Cortland. And Bob James is going to be telling you all about his bed. (laughs) Well, not just his bed, but all of the bed options at Lebeda. I'm always jealous that Bob gets to do all these remotes because wouldn't you just test out all the beds while you were working it? I would lay down the entire remote. Exactly. Somehow Bob does not do that. Uh, but he'll be at <laughs> Lebeda coming up on Saturday from 11 to 2 at their factory right there on 7th Avenue in Marion. It's their President's Day mattress sale. All kinds of incredible prices. And uh, they say, hey, why not use your tax refund and get a new bed, a new mattress with Lebeda? Yeah, they said there's going to be sales prices on nearly everything in the store, which mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. Plus, Bob's going to have a chance for you to win some concert tickets. Reba will be in Moline on March 18th. Bob will have a chance to win tickets to see her and great deals at Lebeda. Saturday, 11 to 2, you can join Bob on 7th Avenue in Marion with K-Hawk. Don't say both. And don't say either one. It's this or that Thursday on 98.1 K-Hawk. So our battle of flapjacks has been altered a bit here this morning as we were going to go with two different kinds of pancakes. But we couldn't really decide on which types of pancakes to pit up against each other. Yeah. So we thought maybe we do two different varieties of pancakes as in regular old pancakes versus crepes or crepes you want to say it that way. I think that's the Mm. correct way to say it, but I'll never say it like that. Parlez-vous Francais, Cortland? And basically a crepe is a thin pancake because there's no rising agent in it like there is with pancakes. And I learned that on the show Letter Kenny. Thank you, Letter Kenny. I love that (laughs) song about them too. I'm a crepe. Oh. I'm not a pancake. Wow. What the hell? Did you just think of that? (laughs) I don't belong here. Uh, yeah, listen. Now, here's the deal. You grew up enjoying crepes on a fairly regular basis because your mom used to make them for you, which I think is amazing. My mom still sometimes makes me okay. crepes when I go home to visit. They're one of my favorite things that she can make. And the thing I love about them is they're so good that, yes, you can put fruit in them. My favorite is uh, cherry pie filling. Oh, yeah. That's the best kind to me. And then you put a little powder sugar on the top. The- but honestly, I'll just eat the breading part. Okay. It's so 
good. So you would describe a crepe, and I guess I don't know what's in them as far as ingredients. You can put anything in them. They have savory crepes. They have sweet ones. I prefer the sweet ones, but cherry pie filling is definitely my favorite. The one we have pictured, by the way, has strawberries inside, but it does have a light chocolate drizzle on top Mm -hmm. with powdered sugar. Yeah, sign me up for that. You gotta have the powdered sugar on there. However, if we're picking on a this or that Thursday, and I have a choice, and I've had crepes before at uh, at restaurants before, I'm probably gonna choose pancakes. You and everyone else so far. I really thought that there would be more people who were into crepes. I really did. But apparently... We are a pancake state, according to the comments we have right now. Oh, I think there are probably plenty of people out there who have enjoyed and do enjoy crepes, but it is a this or that Thursday. Good, and if you've never had them before, I highly, highly recommend that you try them. Step outside of your pancake box and try crepes once in a while, okay? Not that I don't like pancakes. Obviously, pancakes are delicious, but there's just something magical about my mom's crepes. You give me (laughs) a buttermilk pancake with butter melting on top covered in syrup, and I will show you a food coma. I mean, we did listen our lunch at Lucky's yes, last month, I and know. just one pancake we there couldn't, couldn't is enough to send you into a nap. Couldn't even <laughs> eat one at Lucky's. Uh, vote on the K-Hawk Facebook page, pancakes or crepes, or maybe teach us how to say it correctly. Crepes? Crepes. Crepes. Oh, no, no, not crepes. Okay, too far. Nice Sorry. try. Sorry, it went too far. Uh, we'll have results from this or that Thursday later on in the show. It's Brandon Cortland at K-Hawk. Here's today's country music news of the day. It's Brain and Cortland's Country Quickies on 98.1 K-Hawk. Big news involving The Voice as we learned yesterday that Reba is coming back to season 23. She's going to be what's called a mega mentor on the show. Uh, By the way, season 23 premiering on March 6th on NBC. And we, of course, know it'll be the last hurrah for Blake Shelton on The Voice. Joining Blake, of course, will be coaches Chance the Rapper, Kelly Clarkson, Niall Horan, and uh, Reba as a mega mentor on the show. She's been on the show before, but uh, she'll be helping a whole lot of folks uh, during the battle rounds is where you'll first see Reba pop up. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, Dirk Spelly is going to be releasing his 10th studio album, Gravel and Gold, on Friday. Yeah. And to celebrate, he's performing a special album release show in Nashville on Thursday. An evening with Dirks Bentley, The Road to Graveling Gold, will take place at the CMA Theater within the Country Music Hall of Fame. But fans everywhere can catch a live stream of the show on Twitch. The show will begin at 7 o'clock tonight, and it will be available to stream on Universal Music Group's 3.5 Twitch channel. He's going to perform some of the 14 new songs on the album, as well as a few of his biggest hits. Well, Brad Paisley has a new record deal with Universal Nashville. Uh, It'll kick off with his next album, which will be not coming out in 2023, but maybe early 2024. However, he is dropping new music tomorrow. His very first single, the song called Same Here, will be out tomorrow. He's actually played it before live in concert uh, in some shows overseas, but never before here in the States. So we'll get new music from Brad tomorrow. Can't wait to hear it. It's been a while since we've had some new music from Brad Paisley. And finally, the drama continues. After a string of photographs and social media hints, Kelsey Ballerini has officially confirmed that, yes, she is dating Outer Bank star Chase Stokes, and she detailed how the two met during her appearance on the Call Her Daddy podcast yesterday. 
She revealed that she, quote, slid into his DMs. <laughs> the idea for Kelsey to strike up a flirtation with Chase came from her manager who lives in South Carolina, Charleston, the same city where Outer Banks is filming. She said, quote, I've never seen the show, but I just knew of him. And yeah, so I followed him on Instagram and he followed me and I just swan dove right on in. Now, there's also a rumor about Kelsey that has come out this week, and it's not a good one. A source told Page Six that Kelsey had an affair with Drew Taggart of the Chainsmokers back in 2019 at Lollapalooza. They had already collaborated on the song This Feeling, so they definitely knew each other at that point. Page Six has apparently reached out to all the reps for all three involved, but none of them have made any comments about the allegations, so... That's some convenient timing right there. I think all sides of that mess just need to kind of keep it down. Just keep it down a little bit. It's it's divorce drama, man. It is divorce drama. As much as you try to keep it under wraps, it's going to come out at some point. Thanks to those sources. Yeah. I'm wondering who these sources are. It's me. I'm the source. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. There you go. Those are your quickies (laughs) this morning. All that news and more on the free to download 98.1 K-Hawk app. One for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Kind of love we make from Luke Combs. It is 728 with Brady and Cortland. Have you got your tickets yet for Boozapalooza? If not, don't wait any longer because tickets will go up in price. Boozapalooza is a three-hour sampling event of... You guessed it, booze, but not just craft beers. I know there's a lot of craft beer festivals in Iowa, but this one, you can also sample cider, seltzer, wine, and canned cocktails. So if you're not much of a beer drinker, you still have plenty of options. And if you've ever been described as highbrow, hoity-toity, why not go (laughs) VIP and get champagne tasting and hors d'oeuvres thrown in? As well, you're only allowed to sample the champagne if you keep your pinky out. Mm-hmm. I was told that's one of the rules in the champagne courtyard. And every once in a while, you also have to shout out, "Ahoy, Paloy!" What? Sorry, it's from a movie made before you were born. Sounds like it's from SpongeBob. <laughs> so, the date of Boozapalooza, Saturday, April fifteenth. It's at the DoubleTree by Hilton in downtown Cedar Rapids. And here's the deal: tickets are on sale now on the Khawk app. And if you want to go. For free, you can sign up to win VIP tickets on the app Ooh, as well. Ooh, free VIP tickets? Now that's fancy. We'll see you downtown, Cedar Rapids, April 15th, Boozapalooza with K-Hawk. Purdue Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Caitlin Brown, along with Kane Brown. Thank God. It is 741 with Braden Cortland. And, you know, we hear so much tossed around about this four-day work week. And, man, it's going to be great. And everyone's going to benefit. And then here we are working five days a week like we have been forever. We could not be coming to work tomorrow. Think of how amazing that would be. (laughs) However, the world's largest four-day work week pilot program has just wrapped up. Now, this happened over in the UK. However, it did involve researchers from around the world, including Boston University and the University of Cambridge, both in the US. Now, this happened over the course of six months. 61 different companies participated, and that's around... 3,000 employees. So this was a lot of companies and a lot of workers. The companies were given the choice on how they could structure their four-day work week, like just go ahead giving an extra day off, like you said, we wouldn't have to come in tomorrow, or reducing their working days in a year to average out to 32 hours per week. So it wasn't just 40 hours crammed into four days. Now, the only requirement was that they couldn't cut salaries or benefits because of this. The workers would still have to get 100% of their pay and do 100% of their work. Okay, which I think is great. So here's 
the cool thing about this survey and study, it was a huge success for both employees and employers. 15% of the employees who participated said no amount of money could convince them to go back to working five days a week. I might fall into that. I'm surprised that that number's so low, honestly. So here's <laughs> what workers reported as benefits. They got better sleep. Their stress levels were down. Their personal lives were better. They had better mental health. They spent more time with their kids, their families. They spent more time doing household duties and spent more time with friends. Now, the company said that their revenue stayed the same during the six months trial, but it went up 35% on average average when compared with a similar similar period from previous years. Okay. They also had less turnover, fewer sick days, and less burnout, and were very happy with the employees' performances over the course of that six months. Huh? Doesn't that sound good? Of the 61 companies who participated in this, 92% said they were going to continue the four-day work week, even, even they, though it's over. Even though they don't have to keep doing it. They're going to keep going with the four-day work week. 18 of those businesses already made the four-day shift permanent. It's done. It's a done deal. They're so, not going back. So let's go ahead and let's dream a moment that this eventually comes to the U.S. I don't know how it will work for every industry and every workplace. Like if you look at radio, we're here five days a week, sometimes on the weekends. How would a four-day work week go over here? Would we work fewer hours per day to equal 32 hours a week? What, what do you think? I think we would just get rid of one day. Friday, we're done. Bye. <laughs> but what, what's going to be on the air on Friday? I don't know. Music? <laughs> Crowley's like, I don't care. It ain't me. Well, they said that during this particular experiment <laughs> that they did, every company did things a little bit differently. Yeah. So like you said, it is going to be a little different depending on where you go, but why not start trying this out at places here? If it's working so well for all these companies in the UK, so well that they're keeping it permanent at most of those locations, why wouldn't you just say, hey, let's give this a shot? If it's good for our employees and good for us, what's the problem? Yeah, if we're not losing money and people are happier, why aren't we trying this? So obviously the next step is to have a large study done here uh, with companies in the U.S. What would you do with an extra day off every week? Well, uh, sleep, first of all. <laughs> I get more more sleep. But you're right. You would have that extra time to get stuff done at home. Instead you know? of trying to cram everything into two yes. days in the weekend where you already have a bunch of chores and shopping and things that you need to do. But then you also want to do something fun with the family. It's like, it's so hard to squeeze that into two days. I got an idea. Why don't, why don't we get off the air here? We'll go into Bob's office and we'll tell him we're starting this whole four-day work week We thing demand tomorrow. to have tomorrow <laughs> off. Let's start the study early. What do you say? Yeah. 7.45, it's Brady Cortland at KHOG. Hey, Hawk, good morning. You are caller number 10. Awesome. What Finally. What, what is your name? Scott. Scott, congrats, man. You got a free MVP car wash from Club Car Wash. Is your car dirty right now? Be honest. Oh, yeah, it's muddy. <laughs> Not anymore. I love it when Scott said, finally. Like, he's been trying all week yeah. to win a car wash, and he finally man, did it. I never realized how passionate people are about car washes until I moved to Iowa. Is it because it's the Midwest and you just don't well, want terrible things to happen to your car? Yeah, I mean, because of the salt and everything on the roads, I think a lot of people here 
don't just wash their cars in the spring and summer. You know, they wash them several times. They take pride in their vehicles. Well, you know. Unlike me, who treats mine like a trash can. <laughs> well, hey, the inside can be a trash can, but just clean the outside. Especially that undercarriage. Gets the salt and grime off of there. Why Listen don't you me. come wash my car? <laughs> Why don't you pay to have it washed like other people do? Okay. All right. Or have somebody call in and win you one. We'll do it again tomorrow at 810 for all you dirty car driving folks out there. You're going to call people dirty? Dirty car driving. Oh, you dirty people. Did not call you dirty. Please don't <laughs> say that. It's Brady Corlett and Kayhawk. Number one for New Country, 98.1 Kayhawk and What My World Spins Around. That's Jordan Davis. It is 831 with Brain and Cortland. And we have, I guess this is definitely good news when it comes to restaurants. We don't like talking about closings. Uh, but these restaurants aren't closing. They're actually moving. A couple of examples of restaurants moving into different locations, hopefully for the better of their uh, business. Yeah, let's talk first about Rio Burritos. Yeah. You remember that location over in the Lindale parking lot, Lindale Mall? Yes. It was called Rapid Foods. It was like a blue building. It was supposed to be cafeteria-style eating. I do. I remember that. I, I never I never went there. No, I never made it there either. But as far as I know, they never had like two or three businesses in there at a time. One of them was Tasty Crepe, and they ended up closing back in December. And then I think the only place left after that was Rio Burritos. And if you remember, they used to be a food truck for a long time before the derecho hit in 2020. And the derecho destroyed their food truck. So they ended up moving into Rapid Foods last year and found success there. Well, now with that building possibly closing, they have shut down and they are going to be opening their very own restaurant here in Cedar Rapids. They're moving into a building that was occupied for a short time by a place called La Chamba. I think they were open for about four months. Not very long. And then they quietly just closed their doors yeah. and disappeared. And that's over in the same plaza as I think Fieldhouse is over there. Um, what, what else is over there? What's uh, what's the Mexican? Carlos O'Kelly's yeah, right is over, over there. in that area. Yeah, I think there's like a UPS store over there. Yes. So, yep. Yeah, I know where you're at. Right in that general region. So as of right now, they are hoping to open sometime in April or May. They said it's going to take a little bit longer than they expected because originally they wanted to open in March. But this is good news for them. I think I, this is going to be a big success. I think that's going to be a good location for them. It's a busy, uh, busy roadway. Of course, you're right along First Avenue. And I know that Fieldhouse is always packed. Yeah. So. And they always, they've always had like a big following. Yeah. People really like Rio Burritos. So we're excited for them to be opening a new location. Okay, now the other uh, restaurant, not really, well, is it a restaurant or is it more of a bakery? It's going to be more of a restaurant oh, okay. when it moves. This is a place called Shawnee Cakes, and they opened, I think, in 2019 inside Nubo City Market. If you remember, they were the restaurant that got mentioned on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert yes. in 2021. They got a little shout out that helped boost their popularity, and now they're going to be moving into their own location which is actually inside the Collins Community Credit Union on First Avenue. Okay. And this is cool because they're not just going to be a bakery anymore. They're also going to be a cafe. So they're going to serve some breakfast and lunch items. That's awesome. I thought that was pretty awesome too. And I've never tried them before either. But man, I was looking at some of the photos. They yeah. have catering options too with this baked mac and cheese that looks incredible. But their cupcakes look really good. They've got cookies. They've got pies, cakes. 
Pretty much everything you can want in a bakery. The cupcakes are amazing. I know, aren't the they? The frosting and the colors that are used, they're simply amazing. So, well, I'm glad that both of these places are finding success in different locations. That makes me happy. And we do have an official opening date for the Shawnee Cakes Cafe. That's going to be March 13th. Okay. Another, Breakfast, lunch, desserts, and catering. Another few weeks for that. Uh, if you want more information about the relocation and the opening dates for both of these restaurants, uh, we have all that information up this morning on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. You proof for Morgan Wallen with Brain and Cortland on a This or That Thursday. And the question that we posed on the K-Hawk Facebook page a little earlier this morning. Had to do with pancakes because I guess there was a National Pancake Day this week. And there's another one at IHOP coming up next week. So yeah. we're in the middle of pancake festival time. I, I don't know why there's so many pancake holidays. I'm not sure. But, I mean, listen, we're not complaining. We are big fans of the Flapjacks. Well, in the past, we have pitted blueberry pancakes up against chocolate chip pancakes. So we decided to go a different route. And instead of toppings on the pancakes, we went with two different types. So we had the pancake, and then we had the thinner version, the French version of the pancake, which is the crepe, or crepe, if you want to be fancy and sound weird about it. That's right. Crepes, pancakes, skinny French cousin that nobody likes, apparently. What? They're amazing. <laughs> no, I don't know how you could kidding. not like them. Oh, wee oui, wee, oui, Frenchie. You put some powdered sugar on the top, fill it with cherry pie filling. It's the most magnificent breakfast you'll ever have. Other than buttermilk pancakes with melted butter and syrup. Yeah, we get it. We didn't have a crepe day over here with the crepes. Team crepe. Ah, crepe. Yeah. Pancakes one. That's what you're saying. We only had 12 votes for crepes, and somebody said, I got your back, C, so thanks. I appreciate the people voting for crepes just for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, Pancakes are your winner today. Where do you go when you want, like, the best pancakes? Like, what is your ideal ingredient, topping, size? So, we've talked about the big ones at Lucky's, Mm -hmm. and those are great. Don't get me wrong. I love those. But I would rather have them a little bit smaller. And then, and I guess my ideal number would be as many as my stomach allows me to eat, but probably two. Two decent-sized pancakes so I can have butter in between the two, butter on top, and syrup pouring all over it. So it's just essentially a butter sandwich. With syrup. (laughs) And the bread is pancakes. I mean, come on. That doesn't get any better than that. Now, here's how I like my pancakes. Okay. Sometimes I'll just eat them cold and plain if I have them left over. Yeah, we've done that before. snack that you grab out of the fridge, no big deal. But ideally, I do like some butter on them. And then I like that warm strawberry syrup that you can pour on the top of it. Sure. Or blueberry syrup, or both, one on each. Now you're just going fruit crazy. Well, that's why I like IHOP, because they always had all the different syrups on the table. So you have options. I'm so sorry we're making people hungry, because I'm making myself hungry. Now, crepes, though, the cool thing about those is you can can fill those with different things. Sweet or savory, depending on where you go. I prefer sweet, though. So do yourself a favor, and the next time you want to order pancakes, maybe see if they have crepes on the menu. Mix it up a little bit. Yeah, if you've never had them before, you need to give them a chance. Give crepes a chance. 848, it's Brain and Frenchie. One of these days, I'm going to learn all of the words to that song, and I'm going to blow everybody away. It's awful quick. Garth moves at an awful quick pace I know during you, those verses. You were trying during the I first get, verse. I get like half a verse here and a quarter <laughs> of a verse there. and I just remember working in radio as long as I have and that song has been around ever since I've been in country radio, that that was known as a going to the bathroom song. 
when you saw you had ink going down, the sun comes up. <laughs> that means you had time to You're like, relieve four, yourself. Four minutes and 37 seconds? <laughs> I can get something done in that amount of time. Yeah. Bye. You, I, think, I, I think a lot of people don't realize what goes in to running a radio station. Now everything's automated, so it's yeah. super easy. But back in the day... Every single thing that played, you had to manually play it. Yeah, each individual element, each jingle, each song, each commercial, uh, weather opens and closes, everything was a different button being pushed by an amazingly talented engineer called a DJ. <laughs> and so, a lot less work now. Yeah, so you'd get one of those four and a half minute songs and you're like, oh, God, I could sit back and breathe for a second. Got all the time in the world. Go to the restroom or do whatever. This has been a little peek behind the curtains of radio in the olden days with the, Braden Cortland. The olden days. Back in the deep, dark <laughs> 1990s. Hey, we've only got one Tuesday left in the month of February, which means only one more trip to Sugar Fire, Smokehouse, and Cedar Rapids coming up next Tuesday. We've been eating there for listener lunch all month long, and it got to a point yesterday, or Tuesday, sorry, when your wife said to you, I am so sick of hearing <laughs> you talk about all this good food you've been eating. Bring some home for me. So you did, because you're a kind husband. I try to be some of the time. Uh, yeah, and you don't mess around with food, because uh, Sugar Fire's got some great stuff. They have specials, too, a different special, not only each day of the week, but they mix it up. You never know what you're going to get when we uh, arrive on Tuesday, as far as the special goes. Oh, my God, yes. And this week's was amazing. Pulled pork sandwich with onion rings and beer cheese and barbecue sauce. I also <laughs> had some of somebody's leftover mac and cheese. I had some of somebody's. <laughs> That's right. When you go to Lister Lunch with us, People no food share. is safe. They do share, because... I didn't just take... Take it off her plate. I'm not. She offered it. Saying that you took mac and cheese off of someone's plate. Well, I'd just like to clarify that did offer I it. will not steal your mac and cheese without your permission. There's a lot of mac and cheese on the table last week, too, wasn't there? That is my promise to you. It's the least we can do. Say thank you for listening. Thank you for entering Listener Lunch. You can uh, get entered now. We'll choose our final February winner coming up on the show tomorrow. And that means next Wednesday, we're going to be announcing our March Listener Lunch destination. Mm -hmm. We don't even know what it is yet. We'll be surprised <laughs> along with you. So get entered for Listener Lunch right now for February or any of the remaining months in 2023 on the Khawk app. Number one for New Country, 98.1 Khawk. And how it ought to be, that is Shane Prophet. It's 942 with Braden Cortland. It is officially Groundhog Day Part 2 for football, and specifically Green Bay Packer fans. I'm like, Aaron, it's not February 2nd. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has uh, appeared from his darkness retreat. No word on if he saw his shadow, which if he did, <laughs> oh it would mean God. he'd be returning for <laughs> another season or two of football. Oh, boy. So uh, there's information now being released on where he went to, to undergo his darkness retreat. And apparently this place is so popular, there's a year or two waiting list. It's in Oregon. And it is run by uh, a professional who's been doing this for years. And basically, you go into, uh, it's almost like it looks like a little hobbit cave. There's a really cute decorum. It looks like, like, like you're in the Shire, in the Lord of the Rings. Oh, my God. And you go into this little house or cave. It's like 300 square feet. It's got a bed. It has a bathroom. And it has a meditation mat on the floor. And you are in there. And you are in complete darkness. You don't have a cell phone. Although they say there is a light if you are having a bad time and you need light. Oh, you I can, would be panicking. Yeah, you for can sure. flip it on for sure. But they say these are very popular right now. People looking to uh, just disconnect. How and try long and, are you in there? 
I think it varies. I think he said he was there for what three days and four, th- three nights or something. Do they feed you? Do you they get, like knock on the yep. Hobbit door and go, they, "Hello, sir, we have your breakfast." You shall not pass. <laughs> no, you get all your meals for the day at once, and so that's the only way of knowing how much time has passed. I don't like that at all. Yeah, that sounds like my worst nightmare. It doesn't sound like something I would enjoy either. It sounds like all. It's similar to one of those floating tanks. You know what I'm talking about? Where they put you in pitch darkness in this big tank of water, and then they shut it, and then you just float in pure silence with pure no. darkness. No, thank you. No, I don't like that either. No, but people are like, oh, it's the best experience. That not when you have anxiety. That seems like it would be even more terrifying than the darkness room. There's water involved. I could drown. What yeah, are you crazy? Yeah, and it's soundproof and it's lightproof. So you have no senses except for you just floating in this water. And no one can hear you scream. <laughs> Perfect. What if they forget about you? How you know? relaxing must that be? There's no way. I would have a full mental breakdown. Just thinking about it is stressing me out. We need to stop. Okay. I'm sorry. Here's how, here's how, here's, here's the kind of retreat that I would like that would relax me. I would want to go someplace warm, preferably tropical, and someplace that has a beach. And that's how I would like to unwind. If I could leave my cell phone away for a while, that'd be great. If I want to unplug, I want to unplug somewhere that's beautiful as far as nature is concerned. I just need no pants on my couch, a plate of nachos. That's all I need to unwind. You always make me nervous when you lead with no pants. All I need is no pants. Listen, have I have a good day. There everybody. are no rules in my house. It's just me and Tater and he doesn't care if I have pants on or not. If dogs could talk, God help us all. All right. Back tomorrow morning, bright and early at 5 a.m. Not in darkness, in total light. With pants. Yes. Until then, have a great day. So long.